I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And you're listening to Stupid, Stupid Genius. Genius. Stupid Genius. <laughs> How was your weekend, Emily? Have it, you got any stupid? Really Other than the good. fact that our brains are clearly not working. See, you know what's what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Last week on the episode, we said the one thing we've one of the main things we've learned about podcasting is we shouldn't record on Mondays. Well, here we are. It's Monday morning. And we're recording. And we're recording for you guys. So if we're a little yeah. bit groggy. Yeah, and I also um drunk quite a bit at the weekend which I like rarely do but I'm with friends that like I feel really comfortable drink like mm. drinking I have a I have a rules now of where I can drink and with new people I just don't do it no because I know it's not like for fun it's more for like I'm stressed I'm a little bit anxious but with these friends it's like we're just having a laugh together and there was you trying to make out that it was me that gave you that cold <laughs> Nothing to do with all the booze and the uh, actually, posting you've been doing. I actually had it before they came. I was like, had you, had you, welcome guys. Had you, had you. <laughs> and they were like, oh God. Oh God. I'm so yeah. glad we came. I'm so, I, I won't, you know what? They all have a, they should all have colds uh, by the end of it. Cause we were all screaming into the mic. Uh, we went to a party, a house party. Um, oh. And we walked in and there was like a karaoke room. Whose house party? Like someone you knew? Presumably. Someone I knew, yeah, who lived down the corner and they all got here and I was like, guys, there's a, ha- there's a random house party going on. Should we go? Should we relive our student days? Oh my God. Um, and so we went and uh, yeah, it was, there was a karaoke room and we just like invaded it <laughs> instantly because there's a group of, there was like seven of us. And they didn't mind you going, presumably? No, no, no. But we were just like then just like overtaking the karaoke and just screaming into the mic. Um, that sounds fun. All sorts like ABBA, uh, Taylor Swift well, who else well like just well, the classics classic karaoke Kate Nash you know Foundation yes. that was a good one everyone started flooding in when we were singing that everyone loves that the boxing of foundations <laughs> um, but yeah so we're all just like you know spitting into a mic so I'm surprised I'll be uh, surprised if they don't come away great and now I'm in a tiny fucking box breathing your air that we've yeah and like I've got a small flat and they all slept they all like there's like bodies everywhere Ugh. as you um sounds, walk in my flat sounds uh sounds great um. <laughs> it was fun <laughs> my brain is fried oh, so uh I guess that's a stupid is that <laughs> no, you it was my stupid is I um got rejected from another job boo, boo. it's a job that I um didn't want it really, anyway no it's a job I wanted I was just trying to make you feel better <laughs> really wanted actually <laughs> It was like an EDI, equity, diversity, inclusivity role in Lancaster. So a nice commute, well paid. It was like a program manager, which maybe is out of reach for me. Program manager. Was it program manager? <laughs> That's like two two grades above what I'm on. Yeah, it is. Mate, you're going in high. Because, because I watched this video and someone said, go for stuff that you think is so out of reach because you never know. No, that is true. Don't spend all your time going for stuff. Like it's, it, That was like a rogue one. And I thought... I already had had a CV put together for an EDI role. Yeah. So it was like, it wasn't, it, I wasn't spending too much time. I think it took me like two hours to submit. Okay. So it was like, high reward, low risk, high reward. I'm about to sneeze. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get it. Again, not really stupid, but also, I guess a little bit stupid because it is quite... Well, it's just like a shitty thing to happen, but you've had lots of good things to counter it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like... They didn't give any feedback, which is annoying, but also there's and there's no standard. way for me to chase feedback because it's like, do not reply to this. Yeah, they like that's the standard to not give exactly, feedback. Exactly, exactly. So uh that's my stupid and also like just going drinking while I was already feeling ill. Yeah. I should have just not. 
But it was worth it. Yeah, I think as long as you can come away and feel like it was worth it, you know, you had a really good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It wasn't fun when I was on the train the next day. The train? Uh, Like we took the train to get to do a beach walk and I was like, oh, right. Oh, no, did you have a proper hangover? Yeah, really badly because I drank Prosecco. Oh. I can't handle Prosecco. Prosecco is the worst. I mean, I love it, but it's so bad. I know. I had two glasses of it and I like that's enough to make my stomach just go. (laughs) Yeah. How was your weekend? Yeah, my weekend was good. Quite different to yours. (laughs) We uh, went to my friend's leaving party because she's going back to New Zealand. But I only stayed for a couple of hours because it was getting boozy. Um, And we went for lunch with her actually beforehand. So I'd felt like I'd seen her that day. Yeah. And then we went to have tea at one of my sister's houses, which was really nice. And then we did a nice walk in the morning. Well, I did. Lloyd stayed in bed. Um, did it with my other sister and my yeah. mum. Uh, went to see my auntie over in the, the morning. Side of the it lake. was like kind of like the middle of the night slash morning, wasn't it? Well, it wasn't actually that early, but it was pitch black. Oh yeah, that's the joy of winter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, the sunrises are not great. Like there was no sunrise. It just went from dark to slightly less dark and to slightly cloudy. less dark <laughs> to then grey. <laughs> But it was really nice. Like we took brews up and, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was a a bit of a tonic. Um, And then we left the cats all weekend on their own, which for the first time ever, like without someone going in to see them. Oh, really? Yeah, well, it's just a night in it and we just put loads of food down and they were sound. Yeah. They look like the best of buds. Yeah, I mean, they were battering each other this morning, (laughs) like literally battering each other, but in like a playful way, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, (laughs) of course. To be fair, Monty did well with dealing with like oh, seven yeah. people because he, he doesn't right. like um, he, he doesn't like people but he was sitting on he, he chose one one friend to sit on and then that was it and that the was chosen it. one the chosen one yeah have you got any other stupid Ross, or, if you're it, out there you are the chosen one <laughs> <laughs> or is that your stupid then that's, that's my stupid just not getting the job I, I, I what did I do last week don't even know oh yeah no sorry that's awful I already forgot about that and do you know why because like because I'm sure you're going to come on to it with your geniuses I'm so confident that your geniuses are going to be genius that I'm not even mournful <laughs> about your stupid yeah yeah literally I'm just what? like yeah next yeah whatever what's your stupid did you say um, sorry no I didn't but... <laughs> my brain's severely not working so um, I think my stupid last week I was racking my brain because I actually had quite a good week Um, you know when I was like celebrating having finished marking mm, oh my god yes yeah well that was good but I realised um, that I actually hadn't finished everything to do with the marking, oh, which was a bit of like a. Ugh. That's a almost like the worst kind of stupid because it's just like so silly because you get so excited for being done and then you're like, oh, I've I got mean, this, the, like two more steps. But well, it's like the actual marking was done, but essentially I haven't module leaded, leaded, leaded. <laughs> like, I have a module led before, like on a module this size, and I wasn't meant to be either. But um, my colleague has been off sick since the start of term, so I ended up sort of taking on all those jobs unofficially. And, That's um, wild because, sorry, just like the thought of that in another job, someone could ask for like a pay rise or like say like, I know that if Vin was in that position at his job, he would be like, well, I'm doing the job role of X, Y and Z, so I should get a pay increase. It just not work like that in academia. It just doesn't work like that in academia. <laughs> Although, having said that, it will be really great for me to talk about that when I come on to talk about my genius in a yeah. sec. Sorry. Um, no, no, but... Um, it was basically just all the admin of it. So I had to input like all the marks. So 280 <gasps> marks into, into a spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh, it was just one of those realizations like, fuck, as if I've got to do all yeah. that. See, actually Molly messaged me. Now I get the contacts. Yeah. So we're, we've got a giveaway on our Instagram. We so do. If you want a nice crocheted bag um, in stupid genus red. Handmade <laughs> by the wonderful Emily. Molly helped. 
morally. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was going to say, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, and uh, I was saying, like, oh, my God, we're going to have to, like, how are we going to do this? And we were like, we're, like, we're going to have to enter everyone's names into an Excel spreadsheet. She was like, don't worry, I just manically did too much. Manically? Manically. Did oh, manually, I said. <laughs> but to be fair, manically does actually make sense as I well. I it manically. <laughs> manically does make sense, but no, manually. 250 students' names into Excel, so I got this. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I got okay. this. But I can't wait to do the giveaway because, you know, you can put it all in, the, like, it does the little electronic spinner thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. And buzz in. Yeah. We've had a lot of entries. We've had, like, over 70 entries. Yeah, which is wild because I said to Molly, like, what if... I'm so scared we get no one. What if no one wants it? <laughs> that would be so embarrassing. And you're like, Emily, shut up. <laughs> yeah, of course someone's going to want it. And you're bloody losses if you don't, guys. Oh, I know. Um, I'll so just yeah, keep that... it if, if not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fine. That was definitely my stupid. Um, but yeah. it's only a little one. What about yeah. geniuses? Geniuses. I've got two. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've got two. I feel like we both made some strange noises then. <laughs> Just like processing. Um, I have been asked um, to go to two, not just one, but two interviews. Whoa! Ow, ow! One is a um, postdoctoral role in Durham, so I'd have to relocate, but it's a really, really cool project. Um, I'm really happy about it. Uh, the only thing I'm not happy about is, yeah, just, having to, just the thought of having to move again makes me feel like... Oh, like Durham's a lovely place so I'm not too I'm not too sad like if it was I'm not going to name a place just in case someone's from there do but it, it <laughs> do it do it it's not Slough alright if it was Surrey or Woken where I'm from Preston Preston <laughs> I still am mad <laughs> like less yeah if it was from like down south or where I'm from I would I would be like hell no I'm just yeah not just like well that. you wouldn't I'm have applied not. well yeah that's true and the other one is in Lancaster it's a teaching position Lancaster's fab I really um, hope you get it yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one is, well, okay, let's give a bit of, let's deconstruct this like podcast. Today is Monday. <laughs> the interview is Tuesday. Yes. The podcast goes out on Wednesday. So you'll know by then. If, if you want, I was going to say, if you want to get like real time and more of an update, go on our Instagram because I'll be sharing it on there. Um, but and yeah. I'm sure you'll give us a full debrief next week. Yes, yeah, yeah. If you're patient enough, which I'm not, you can wait for next week, and I'll give you a debrief. But yeah, tomorrow is the interview, and I've got to put together a 10 minute presentation. So it's on campus. It is on campus. There was no option to do it online, whereas at least the Durham one, there was an option. Yeah, I think that's nice though. Go going in person. Uh, yeah, I would. I was like trying to figure out a way to go in Durham in person, but it was just too much. I'd have to get an overnight stay and reimburse it all, and I just. It was like a lot. It's a trek. Lancaster's like an hour, so you can do that. I can do that for sure. But yeah, so um, well done. Em. I'm shitting myself. I'm not gonna lie. You'll be amazing. But also, I'll I'll prepare tonight really well. Yeah. Um, and I'll do the best I can. And there might be that's all you can me, do. But I bring a little fresh sprinkle of Emily, sprinkle of me to that. Make position. sure you listen to our one of our past episodes about how to prepare for an interview. I actually am going do it. to, which is so narcissistic. Of no, me, do it. So listen on the way home. I feel like um, it'll help. And I, I always try to remind myself that like no one is me. I bring something unique to the table. And you may not think like, oh, what? Like everyone's got. No, but like no one is me. And the things that I bring to the table are my in, interdisciplinary skills. Like I'm very sociable. I'm very people orientated and I'm very passionate. And that's. That's something that I can bring to the role. And yeah, and they've invited you for an interview for a reason. For a reason. And so just remember that. And that's what I'm going to keep telling myself. I remember watching a video saying someone was like, you're a star. No. 
which was like so horrible at the time. And for some reason, because it was so horribly cringy, I just remember it. <laughs> I just repeat that in my head. You are a shining star. I'm a shining star. <laughs> Go and sparkle. I will sparkle. Will they want me or not? <laughs> so yeah, two fucking interviews. Oh, that's really. amazing. Um, just shows it makes all those, not all those rejections, but it makes, <laughs> that sounds awful. It makes the damn moments worth it, doesn't it? When yeah. you get those emails saying, yes, we'd like to yeah. invite you. And when I got the yes email, it made me way more sick from the no emails. I yeah. always find that. I'm always like, oh shit, I got to do something yeah. about it. <laughs> and like now it's like more, you know, you're more invested. So if you get rejected now, it's even it's even more of a dagger to the heart. Yeah, but, but it's also an amazing experience. Exactly. Because you haven't done an interview like this before. I've never done an interview like this yeah. before. I've so it's going to be a huge... In my whole life, I've of... only had one interview and that was for the PhD. No way. That's crazy. That is crazy. Actually, well, okay, interview for like cafe... But like, it wasn't really an interview. Just... No, no, I don't mean this is like a proper professional interview. When right? I interview for like pubs and jobs, they're like, can you pour a pint? You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've only done like a few, like when I went through all that grad yeah. job interviews, when I got my recruitment job, they were like quote unquote proper interviews. But it's still different to this where you've got like, I don't know. There's yeah. a panel of like six. <laughs> is there six, is there? Yeah, Crikey. Oh, six is a, a ten lot. Ten minute presentation. 50-minute interview. See, I had six. And then a half an hour tour of the place. I had six but split into three, like a panel of three and then a different panel of three. Um, anyway, let's anyway, save yeah, this for next week. What's when your you genius? Give us a debrief. Um, so I actually have a couple as well. Um, I submitted a new job application. <laughs> Emily <laughs> looked so shocked there. Wait, I was just like, whoa, hey, are you leaving me? And then I no. like the thought of me going to Durham. No, no, it's... Um, it's a regrade. Well, so essentially, my faculty has put out a job advert for my exact job, so lecturer in ethical business and responsible management, which yep. is my job title, but for the next grade up. So I'm a grade seven, and it's a grade eight post. Um, so it's technically senior lecturer, um, and yeah, I've applied for it. So I'm That's keeping exciting. everything crossed because I believe that I deserve it. <laughs> Maybe you can do it. I also think I meet all the criteria. So I put my the deadline's not until the 18th of February, but I really wanted to get it off my desk. So I've done it, but obviously now it's a bit of a waiting game. Mm. Um, I, I would like to think I'd at least be shortlisted, <laughs> um, and then we'll just have to see, I guess, what the other applicants are like. But that felt good. It felt nice being able to like see how much I've progressed, even in the last like few months since finishing the PhD, and yeah, you know how much I've learned so that was yeah talking to you about the job application that I'm going for like the interview hearing you just say words that you've never heard you say before (laughs) and just like really know your stuff about teaching I was in lecturer mode though you asked me you asked lecturer (laughs) more questions yeah and it was crazy it was like oh okay yeah you've you're you're definitely good at your job but I mean immerse yourself in it that's sort of what I was saying before about that me having to sort of pick up that work without Technically, you know, you were saying Vim would want to be paid extra or yeah. whatever. When it came to writing this this next job application, I could valuable. talk about all that stuff. Yeah, it was really valuable. Yeah. So that's been good. And then the other thing as well is I've put in a couple of conference applications, not for research, actually, for two projects, one of them being Stupid Genius. Yeah. Um, so that that I submitted and I've also submitted another um, conference proposal for another project I work on. So, yes, yeah. incredible. What well, pretty progressive. To, um... Oh, what? What happened to taking things a little bit slower and not? That is slow, though. <laughs> that wasn't that. That was fine. That was just like a day's work. <laughs> yeah, but the conference isn't. The huh? Com- the conference isn't. Oh, yeah, there you are. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. They're fun. Should we get on to our topic? Yeah. <laughs> on to our ramble? I was like, stop, stop, <laughs> stop it. 
Sorry. I feel like I don't think there's ever been an episode where you say let's get onto the ramble. It's always me curtailing. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I could just talk and talk and talk. <laughs> I did see the time. I thought, fuck it. Yeah, I'm just going keep going. <laughs> All right, let's go. What are we talking about today then, M, in our ramble? Uh, ghosted by your supervisor. What does ghosted mean, Molly? What's the definition of ghosted? Do you know what? I actually haven't come prepared with the definition, but ghosted is when basically someone just disappears into the nothingness and you just, they don't actually, they're like, a ghost. they don't break up with you. They don't say, look, this ain't working. They don't say, look, I'm not going to be messaging you for a while. They just disappear and they just go into nothing and you just slowly don't start you know you just don't hear from them where have they gone where have they gone turned into a ghost yesterday they were so active and they sent a lovely message and now they've literally not said a fucking word and you know what being ghosted by your romantic partner is usually the topic of conversation but for a PhD student ghosted by your supervisor is a hell of a lot worse (laughs) (laughs) so we need to talk about it and it happens it happens to so many people I um, hear it all the time it's actually crazy and also really sad how not rare this is <laughs> it's right right and like there's different stages of ghosting there's like proper ghosting um which we'll probably talk about mainly today but there's also like i guess what we can say is like breadcrumbing do you know what breadcrumbing is no oh so, yes i do sorry. so it's like um in the dating world it's when someone um sort of Ghost you for a bit, so they go a bit disappear. They disappear for a bit, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, just enough times for you to sort of start moving on, going okay, well, whatever. And then they drop a little like message, so they give you a little little crumb, crumb. yeah. Um, And it's not enough to fill you up, but it's enough to make you want more. You know, when you go for chocolate or like something like that, and you have like, I'll just have one little piece. It actually makes you want more. Of course it does. Or like if someone's got a packet of crisps and you have one crisp, you're like, fuck, I want more. It's like that. Um, and that's what breadcrumbing is. And I think a lot of supervisors do breadcrumbing, but not not on purpose, maybe. maybe yeah. Like... And breadcrumbing is not going to be what we're talking about today. No, no, today no. it's all about those ghosts. ghosts. Okay. So... And we've had a couple of examples from listeners, haven't we, of people that have been ghosted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, someone messaged us saying that they, um, you know, have basically a full draft of thesis, and. Um, they have sent their supervisor about nine emails. Yes. Nine emails. Nine emails um, to get a review, to get feedback. To Over get, a period of how long in terms of time? I think it's been about three months. Wow. Right? That's a lot of emails to send over. Yeah. But I can sit, but I I'm I'm assuming it's been um well I don't know actually the length, they never but they said from the from the full draft. It was October, I think, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. So that is about Actually, four months. Yeah, about four months. And I'm assuming that it's not... It Well, we know it's not. it's been the case, sort of. It's, they've been crumbing, 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 then ghosted. Right. So it's it's not unreasonable to send, I think, nine emails when you know... That oh, definitely not unreasonable. Is, yeah. What's that? It's like three a week. Three. A, it's like one every week. No, it's not. Four months, nine emails. Oh, I thought we were saying three months. Okay, three months. That's yeah, three. it's about one every two or three weeks. That's three emails a month. That's not bad. Yeah. Especially when you like haven't heard anything back from them. How how long do you reckon would you say before you thought you'd been ghosted? Like how long would it have to be for your supervisor to not reply to you for you to be like, yep, I'm two, being ghosted? Two months. Yeah, two months. I reckon two months. If, if I haven't heard back and I've sent like email and another email, 
two months I'd start to question it I think how long about you see obviously because I had such a good experience with my supervisors and was never ghosted I would be alarmed by like a month Unless, really? Well, unless it was a unless it was yeah. an agreed month, if like I was waiting for a reply. In fact, if I'd emailed them, they hadn't replied to me in like three weeks. I'd worry there was something wrong. Actually, yeah, probably a month. I think because I'm thinking like December, December you kind of write off as not really a month because everyone exactly you know like Christmas. It's kind of hard. people take a lot of annual leave. So yeah, they? I reckon yeah, probably probably a month. I'd probably well, I I wait a week and then I follow up. Yeah. Usually, I wait a week, follow up. If I've got something that needs to be done, if there's a deadline um, and they have agreed to, you know, agree to this deadline, I mean, I'll happily send as many emails as it takes. Because that's the thing, isn't it? Like, in the dating world, the whole double message thing yeah. is, like, so frowned upon. But the only reason me and Lloyd got together was because he double messaged me. Um, oh. I know, although I didn't actually get the first one. I genuinely didn't. But yeah, he did, yeah, he double sure, messaged sure, me. Sure. Um, he was at sea at the time and it got lost on the ocean oh, waves. Um, but no, I think with your supervisor, hell yes, like double message for sure. And yeah. like you said, I think I'd probably wait a week or two. And mainly for me, it would be out of concern for them. I'd be like, oh, I hope everything's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. that would be my initial. I'm sure after like a few weeks or months, that would wane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope everything's okay. And then like, if just wondering, hear, like, yeah, yeah, like when might I hear from you? Have you received this email? Because some, sometimes it, it does get lost and all that sort of stuff. So it's sort of, it, I remember when I first started chasing up an email made me feel sick. It actually did make me feel really sick because I just thought, oh, God, I'm just, like, going to be bugging them and, like, they're busy, da-da-da-da, like... You don't know I'm, what... I don't want to like, annoy them. You don't, don't know what wanna... the protocol is, do you? You don't, and you don't know what the situation is, but some sometimes it does just call for you to go... And, like, be reasonable. We all, obviously, we're talking about reasonable with this. Don't just jump straight to, like, they haven't responded in a week. <laughs> yeah. It li- come with concern. Like, but do you know what? Before we even get yeah. onto any of that... um. I was thinking about like the impact that actually being ghosted can have on your project. What would you say is like, because what stands out to me is like the time progression, right? Like if you're being ghosted by your supervisor, what could be a three-year project might turn into four or five. So like if we take the example of the listener who who messaged us, and actually we've had someone else message us this morning saying that they were ghosted for a year it's crazy. A whole year. Yeah. And that's a year where you're not getting feedback mm. and therefore you're not being able to rewrite drafts. You're not being able to... Essentially, you're you just not being able to submit. Stuck. You're stuck yeah. in place, your time. You know what? And I, I don't, I don't want to um, <laughs> slate our listener, <laughs> but why'd you wait a year? Well, I don't know the context. They probably yeah. didn't. They probably didn't. They probably spent that whole <laughs> yeah, year yeah, like, yeah. please reply to me. But like, why didn't you report it to the Doctoral Academy? Why didn't you... Like, oh, they, they probably did. You know what? It's probably, we don't know the context. <laughs> but if you didn't, do it. Like, report them, change your supervisors, get them officially, like... Stop breadcrumbing the rest of the episode, Emily, please. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, that's ridiculous. Just going, well, I guess I gotta wait a year. Like, I probably, they probably didn't. Um, yeah, no, I think it really, it really delays your PhD. It, might, it has to. Your supervisor... Well, the listener that sent initially made us create this, you know, sparked this whole idea of creating this whole episode. Said, "I honestly believe a supervisor uh, really makes or breaks your PhD experience." Yeah, and we've said that so many times on the podcast, haven't we? So many times. There's, there's, you know, say, okay, your your supervisor it takes them a month to get back with um, an email, and then another month to get back with your feedback. So, say you have one chapter due, you're then delayed. It takes you a month to write it. 
That's then delayed it a year to get a chapter. Mm. Re- realistically, because you're not going to just get one feedback back and then you edit it and then it's done. You're going to have to send it back off. Yeah. You're going to have to get it back on. That's a whole year just for a one thesis like chapter. Yeah. Rather than a whole thesis. So For sure. I mean, I do have thoughts crazy. around that. I totally agree 100%. But I do think um, there's a lot you can be doing in that time. And also it requires the student just to become, and it shouldn't, they shouldn't have to, but it requires them to become really autonomous and actually just progress without the supervisor, which yeah. is not fucking ideal. Of and course it's really not. really independent. And, yeah. And actually that independence, again, not ideal, not what you want. You would like a supervisor to be a little bit more, not hands-on, but... Yeah, responsive. Uh, responsive. Um, the fact you can then independently do research on your own is such a massive tool when you go into the real Real world, I guess. I yeah. know. I know. Obviously, PhD is the real world, but no, it's job not. world. It's, it's fucking really not. not. It's really not. <laughs> Take the real it from world. Molly. Yeah, I, she petrifies me when I'm thinking about going. <laughs> oh my god, is it? I really don't want to go. And I work. love my life. I love my job. I know you do. PhD is just easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm loving the easy life. No, it's easier in some ways. I don't think it's easier on your mental health. It's, oh yeah, it's hard on your mental health for yeah. sure. But like the actual practicalities of it, I think are less demanding. Okay. But um, another way as well that I think it can impact, which links to what we've already talked about, is in terms of money. Because, well, whether you're funded or not, if you're funded and you know your your um, project has been slowed down because of having this issue with your supervisor being ghosted. You might run out of funding waiting for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you're self-funded, that whole time you're having to pay. Um, or someone to not be responsive. Someone to not be responsive. And then if that leads into you being pushed into your fourth, fifth year, then who's paying for that? It's you that's having to pay for that, isn't it, as well? So it's not even just the sort of the mental and emotional stress of the project being drawn out, but it's actually the yeah. practical financial implications as well. Yeah, exactly. And realistically, you don't usually have just one supervisor. So, you know, that those other supervisors are going to be like, what's going on? Yeah, while you're waiting for this, it's just it's a nightmare, I think, and that does actually confuse me a little bit. Not confuse me, but say for example, like the listeners that have messaged in, mm. um, is it that all their supervisors ghost, or does one ghost? Cause no, then, I reckon one ghost. Well, then fuck probably that their, one, and but just, it's probably their main supervisor. Yeah, but then if their main supervisor's not replying. The the other supervisors, like we said in the past, they didn't have enough time to then become lead, do they? No, but then I do find that strange because if I was like a second or third supervisor, I would then be chasing up that lead supervisor thinking where are they well that maybe well that would probably be a bit of advice that we'd we'd go on to is like yeah you know so leave it okay. <laughs> let's go on <laughs> um yeah i think like we'll take it take me and not saying my supervisors ghost me but i my funding's running out um if i didn't have any communication with my supervisor that would be fucking terrifying because i'd be now going on to a job and being like well what the hell is going on with my phd yeah do i drop it do i what like what do I what do I do with it? It's just like there, um, and it really hinders you not getting the. You've just worked your butt off for three years. You want to get a job that reflects that. You want to earn start earning money that reflects Definitely. that. Definitely. And you can't do that when your your thesis is there, just like full thesis, just waiting to. Just yeah, that is nuts to literally have a full she thesis. She has a full thesis. Sorry, oh, sorry. God. The listener has a full thesis just waiting there to be reviewed. Um, she needs a job. Do you know what? She should just submit. Can you, know you do that? that? Can you do that? <laughs> I don't even know. No, you can't because they can... They can. Uh, they have to sign it off. They have to sign it yeah, off. Yeah, they do have to sign yeah, it off. Yeah, Damn. I know. 
oh god it's you so frustrating it's, i yeah. feel for them exactly. so much yeah and it can feel it can really feel like it's your fault like you've done something wrong you I yeah, you know. would question everything about yourself when you think, have I been a bad student? Have I been annoying? Like, have I pushed them to start ghosting me? Like, you would definitely start looking inwards on it, I think. Yeah, yeah. You, you just like try and rack your brain of like, what's the situation? Have I pissed them off? Uh, what's going on with them? Yeah. Because you're left in the dark. You have no context. You're like, you're grabbing onto, you're like, what's going on? Yeah. I'm so confused with what's going on. And that feeling is just horrible, isn't it? It's that sinking feeling. And then there's that mixed with the frustration, like the utter frustration that must cause you to feel when you know you could move on. Was it not just for this issue with the supervisor? Like how annoying. You know, you have the capability. Well, you have, you've done it. You've got the capability, you've done it. And now you just... Oh, it actually makes me sick. It's like when you're in like undergrad and they make you do group work and your whole grade yes. depends on another person. Like, And you know they're just not pulling their own weight. Especially as PhD students, I do think we are, we tend to be sort of control freaks a little bit. It's just in our oh, nature. 100%. And so <laughs> like, baby. yeah, to have to rely on someone who's just disappeared. And, you know, we do, we love our projects. We care about them. They're very much like you just said, like our babies. Mm. And so for someone to seemingly just not give a shit about it, that must be frustrating, really frustrating. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. If they, they, with that in mind, like, do they even value you? Do they even value your work? Do they even respect you? Like, there's, like, all this probably going through your head, right? Or yeah, like, definitely. You know, oh, okay, they don't even give a shit about You might me. think maybe the project isn't worth it. Maybe they've backed off because they think, actually, it's not even worth my time. You'd start having those sorts of intrusive yeah. thoughts, I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So that can be really fucking shit, can't it? proper shit but there are things that you can do obviously we're not going to promise that these will work but they're just some ideas that maybe you might want to try you might have tried all these in which case sars and my heart goes out to you (laughs) yeah the first one is um i would say like just start off by being kind to yourself and remember that this isn't your fault it's not a reflection of your project. It's not because, well, I imagine it's not because you've done anything wrong um, and just try and because the PhD can make you feel shit about yourself at the best of times because we have so much self-doubt, so much imposter syndrome. Um, but yeah, just be kind to yourself and remember that this is not on you. No, 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 no. Like you've got, you know, you've got to be kind to yourself. Otherwise... Who, who else is going to be, you know? The Someone, super, hopefully. Your supervisor, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, not your supervisor. Um, at the same time, I think while you're being kind to yourself, try to maintain this, like, empathetic... Empathetic? Why can't I say that empathetic. word? Empathetic. Empathetic, I yeah. said it right. Okay. Brain, kick em- in, please. <laughs> um, take this empathetic stance. Um, you know, you don't know what your supervisor is going through. Um, it could be grief, it could be divorce, it could be illness, it could be... I mean, I know in this instance that this um, uh, listener message that they just had a baby. The supervisor. The supervisor, not not the not the listener, not the PhD student. So um, they were a little bit... She was a little bit more empathetic with that. Okay, they've just had a baby, I'll, I'll hold off a bit. Um, but... And just you know. as clarification, the supervisor was a man, so wasn't on long-term maternity. Yes. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. you might be thinking, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 that's true. Um, so a little bit of empathy there, but also there, to a certain point, your supervisor does have that responsibility. And if they haven't verbally or initially said that they've gone off ill or they've gone off this um, or they've gone off for 
paternity is it paternity leave yeah yeah for the, yeah um then yeah you kind of have to sort of power through with yeah with getting some things back so yeah because some mean, actual like action points what would you do to like um get things moving well i try, think to try and get a response yeah you've well, emailed nine times what the fuck do you do after that well before i'd email <laughs> way before i'd emailed nine times um, and yeah. the first thing i would do if i hadn't heard if I hadn't had one reply yeah. and maybe I'd sent another email and still hadn't, maybe yeah. after two emails, I would informally speak to another senior academic in the faculty. Mm-hmm. So another professor, maybe whoever leads the programme. Obviously, we talked about before, you've got a whole team of supervisors. So I would speak to everyone I could informally just to try and find out what is going on. Yeah. Is Prof X like poorly or what, you know, just try Can and get a, from a handle on the situation. Yeah, yeah. I would. I think my first point of call would be to ask the other supervisors um, because usually they're lecturers. So if the other supervisors are also in your faculty, they might have seen them through just like teaching or lecturing or something like that. And they might know what's going on. Yeah. And Um, also there are the students because very, very rarely do supervisors only have one PhD student. So try and find out who their other PhD students are and say, okay, have you heard from them? Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Have you seen this person? Um, If you have tried to email, I mean, it depends on your relationship with the supervisor. But if you've got them on text message, text them. Sometimes they might have just not accessed some. Me and my supervisor mainly communicate on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. We will send emails to have them there to have a like, you know, course of email log. Yeah. Um, and to send like big files. But I will, whenever I email him, I then message him saying, hey, I've, I've emailed, emailed you. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, also like there's other means of contact you can try, like Teams as well. Yeah. Like often people are more, like my line manager never replies to my emails ever, but always replies to my team messages. Or even like, like I'm a supervisor to undergraduate dissertation students and they book in to see me through See My Tutor. So if you're in the same institution, it's likely that you can do it that way. So see if they've got availability on that. If they haven't, then yeah, they might be off campus for some reason or they might not be engaging in work. Yeah. So that's a good way to see if they're actually see what's bookable. Going on. Yeah. yeah. And if they are, like I said, if they are a lecturer and, you know, they're teaching the next day, go in, go in and go wait by their door. Just hang around. Honestly. Yeah. Or if they're like, you know, they'll be around. They'll If they're teaching students, you can go in and, you know, talk to them afterwards and grab them there and go, oh, hey, like, I was I was in mm-hmm. the lab and I knew you were teaching. I need to speak to you. Da-da-da-da. Have you seen my emails? I mean, I imagine like the people that are really struggling with this, like the other person who messaged today to say they'd been ghosted for a year. I'm sure you did all this. And I suppose the question is what to do. What to do after you've messaged nine times is formally speak to your doctoral academy. Make a complaint. Equivalent, make a complaint and try and get them to contact them to have a meeting to say, you're not living up to your duties. Yeah. You're getting... Yeah. 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 Yeah, because they're getting workload allocation for the time that they're meant to give you. It's not a lot. We've talked about this in the past when we did our supervisors episode. But they do get time allocated. They're paid to yeah. support you. Yeah. So if they're not doing it, they do need to. that needs to be addressed. And it might even come to the point where the Doctoral Academy can allocate you a different supervisor. I know it's not ideal, but if things have really broken mm-hmm. down, then... Yeah. See, this, um, our message in, the, the um, PhD student, they have complained um, and there needs to be an informal, no, a formal meeting, not an informal, a formal meeting between themselves and their supervisors. And the supervisor that they can't get hold of. Yeah, yeah, the supervisor they can't get hold of. And guess what? The um, the supervisor that they can't get hold of 
isn't replying to those emails either. I think someone needs to like do a welfare check on this person. Right, right. Um, and I also said like, oh, have you got other supervisors you can talk to? Um, and they said that their secondary supervisor just quit and moved moved locations mm-hmm. um, last July. So in the group, there's just her left um, and everyone else has just left. So it's just them and their supervisor. God, and this is the person that has a full thesis. Uh-huh. That is mad to me that the person, the secondary supervisor would leave the team because why would you leave a supervision that's almost done? Because for them, they can then say they've had a yeah. completion. I don't By the that. sounds of it... Well, it was last July they left, so it wasn't recently. Uh, but okay. by the sounds of it, I don't know. It doesn't sound like... Um, I If people are leaving like that, it doesn't sound like it's a good, maybe, main supervisor or like a Yeah, nice they're supervisor. sick of it as well, maybe. I think so. It, oh, sounds, it doesn't sound shame. like a... I mean, this is all... I don't, speculation. <laughs> it's all speculation. But to me, that sounds like... It doesn't sound like a healthy work environment and people... If everyone's left, surely, like, that's mm. a sign. And then they're not replying. Yeah. Um, And it's not... It sh- I don't know. It wouldn't be based on one supervisor and one PhD student couldn't cause that. It sounds like it's oh, it's more- definitely not the PhD <laughs> you know student. I mean, that's why I'm saying that. I'm yeah, not, yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I guess it's like if you get to this point and like this person who's complained and still nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what you do then, isn't it, on your own? And we sort of alluded to this before, but I think and. I'm speaking from a privileged point of view that I never really had to do this in the sense of I was always supported, but keep working. Don't allow it to become a reason for you to be like, well, I've not heard from a supervisor, so I'm just going to wait. Like, write your thesis, do your data collection. You can actually do everything without your supervisor. As I say, it's not fucking ideal. It's really not. It's and they not should ideal because you- there is a potential that they come back um, into the mix and say, why have you done this? I'd change this. I'd change that. Of course, but at least you've got work to show for it. Because Rather than th- two years goes and you've got like yeah. one. Progress that yeah. requires change is better, in my opinion, than no progress. Yeah. And what's the alternative? Yeah, I that's true. What that's is true. The alternative? Yeah, also not get a PhD, I guess. Yeah. 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 Keep making progress and keep bugging those people There'll be people that you can complain to, like your equivalent of the Doctor Academy. I don't know what it's called. Something different in different yeah. unis. Um, and be loud, be noisy. About yeah. it. Do you know what? Go ask, to the students' union as well. Yeah, 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 that's so true. Yeah, go to your student union. They're literally your voice. Talk to other people. Um, obviously, within like, don't be like my supervisor is shit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> go talk to say someone that you admire that could be your supervisor and ask them potentially. Do they have capability to? adopt yeah. me <laughs> can you adopt me yeah. is that like a, a valuable is that like no, no, a thing you definitely do? because also like um so one of the professional bodies that i have talked about before that i'm on the council for they do mentorship schemes mentoring month keep a lookout in your sort of discipline for these mentorship months and mentorship um schemes because you might be able to get some informal mentorship and like one of my supervisors he has a really good relationship with a very very eminent professor from a different uni going back to when he did his PhD. And I sort of said to him, like, oh, how did that ever arise? And he said, oh, um, I emailed him. He wasn't on my supervisory team, but I emailed him and asked if he would be an informal mentor to me because I really admired him. And then they had that relationship. So you might be able to find people that will support you like a supervisor does, yeah. but not formally, so that at least you can be progressing with some guidance so that when your supervisor doesn't eventually return yeah. or you get a new supervisor, you can be like, look what I've done. And I've had advice from elsewhere yeah. yeah see i i um that's just sparked like very similar advice basically same advice but <laughs> what 
what I've done <laughs> is um, my my supervisor didn't have the expertise in this thing um, and they didn't have and then you know so I had to outsource it um, and I then asked about of who could give me advice on qualitative research so I started having meetings with loads of different people that weren't a part of my supervisory team just so I could get some mm. sort of guidance and advice because they were like well we can help you, but we're not experts in it and we've never done it. So it, it, it probably won't be that useful. We'll, we'll try and outsource it. And you can do that. You can go do that on your own, like through the power of like Twitter, LinkedIn, um, workshops, maybe attend a workshop that you think I need. And then and then talk to them afterwards yeah. and say like, hey, can we have a meeting? Are you, are, do you have any space to do this? Or, you know, there's so many things that you can source um, for help. There's so many there's also, so many resources out there in the Doctoral Academy, isn't there? Yeah. To how to write a thesis, to how to do quantitative research, to Yeah, the library often puts to, on yeah. events. Also, utilise, like, the, the, the brains that you have in terms of actual <laughs> other PhD students. Because I know, like, in my faculty, we have a PhD room where all, not all, but, uh, like, P- PhD students go and work and they have their own desk and they chat. And um, you'd often hear like first and second year PhD students getting loads of advice and guidance from like the third, fourth, fifth year PhD That's students. So, so use them as well. They know shit. They've they've done it. They've written it. Yeah. They've done the data collection. Yeah, the only reason I know how to kind of move forward and who's trained me in my quality, my quantitative research is past PhD students or the PhD students that are already there that mm. have had previous experience. That's that's who I'm learning from. Yeah, because. One, my supervisor doesn't have time to sit down and teach me, you know, a full course, a full master's course. Oh, that's another thing. Well, they don't teach you anything. No, well, they don't. In, like, yeah, formally, they, don't. Like, they don't. Like, they just... Not in the UK. No, we don't have no, taught no, programs. Have taught. Um, that's another thing. Like, there was a master's course that my supervisor said to get on board with. And annoyingly, I didn't have time to go into the sessions, but I have all the access to the modules because they're like, well, yeah, here's the here's the modules, work through the worksheets and yeah. there you go, self-learning. I did something um, similar to be fair. Yeah, yeah, like there's so many resources out there and and again, like you're just going to have to keep keep emailing and find that way to communicate. Yeah, if you've emailed, try, like you said, Teams. If you've tried Teams, try and message them um, and try not to message them, RC emails, still try and keep that element of professionalism yeah and if they are lecturers you know you have that see my tutor don't you yeah so you can maybe go on there and see and then that's like another log you just want logs as well if, yeah. if they're really ghosting you you need this like timeline of logs like, like an evidence trail isn't yeah, it yeah to be like look i've tried and they've just not got back to me and and here's the evidence why they should be fired <laughs> get no, them I'm out I'm get getting, them yeah, out. I'm getting but you know what i mean like and just like remember you are not alone and um Someone will always be there to lend an ear, even if it's just like yeah. one of your mates that you or can. Or us. Yeah. yeah, always, 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 always. Um, and I really admire anyone that, you know, goes through the struggle of a PhD in addition to the struggle of being ghosted by your supervisor. Like, I know that's not a consolation knowing that I admire it, but I do. And I think. I know you it's not nice so to hear. Skills, yeah, so I was going to say, like, you will become a stronger researcher oh, probably because of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it can, it, like, and you can use it as, like, a thing you've overcome. It's shit. Yeah. Um, but you're going to get out of it. You're going to get out of it and you're going to get a PhD out of it. Don't worry. For you'll sure. Get there. You'll get there, I promise. Is that the inspiration or should we get a quote? We should get a quote, shouldn't we? If 
if we ever needed inspiration, I feel like it's with this episode. So what have you got for us? And I don't really think it's too much inspiration. It's more like, oh, I'm just going to read it. <laughs> Do not judge me by my success. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. So I guess just keep brushing yourself off and getting back up. I mean... It's not probably the best of probably what you want to hear. Um, so we like we don't have a fix. You, we don't just say, "Oh, you can press this button and you can eject them." You're just gonna have to keep. Possessing. They've ejected themselves. Yeah. You don't need to eject them. <laughs> they want out. <laughs> they want out. Yeah, you're just gonna have to keep getting back up, baby. Um, go follow us on Instagram. Yeah, supergenius underscore pod. The giveaway is only open for another two. Days. Oh, is it only two days? That's yeah, gone fast. I know, I know. And then we'll be drawing our winner. I'm excited for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really so excited. one of you lucky bastards is going to be winning a beautiful little crochet bag. I know. It fits your phone in perfectly. It'll be made to measure. Um, <laughs> so you can, like, tell me whether you want, like, small, medium, large, or you can measure your sort of body so it doesn't, you know. So the strap fits you perfectly. Wonderful. What can you... Doesn't get you, much better than that. It doesn't. And it's from us. With, With love. love. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like we planned it. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming up to love season. It is. Yeah. Oh, yes. We can do a Valentine's, Valentine's Day episode. Day. Woo! Valentine's Day. Okay. Yes. See you love next you week, all. guys. Bye.